Bay Shore, New Jersey, to the shores of the Merrimack River in Massachusetts. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 376, USA, just okay. Yes, indeed. So there's no Red Bull game to recap, but we do have three USA games. Uh, they opened up qualifying. Uh, two games in the road, one at home. It was a 1-1 draw, or sorry, nothing-nothing draw in El Salvador. A 1-1 draw at home against Canada before closing out with an emphatic 4-1 win down in the difficult confines of San Pedro Sula in Honduras. Um, I guess uh, I, I don't know we can do the usual likes and dislikes or just go in and talk about the match. Yeah, I think uh, we can just talk, right? Yeah, we can just talk. So, uh I guess, what what are your general feelings about these uh, three games that we just watched? What what did we watch? That's the real question, right? (laughs) Because I don't know. Because that first game, I thought we were watching the Red Bulls. (laughs) I thought that's exactly what we were watching. Solid defending, getting to the final third, not knowing what's going on. Just pure confusion. I just, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And, and again, they play Canada at home. I, not a great performance. I think yeah. can, <clears throat> Canada, I, th- I think we all agree, is an approved team. Mm-hmm. You're playing at home. That result, and then they win 4-1 last night. And you're like, well, where was that these previous two games? Against mm-hmm. opponents, you definitely, you definitely could have won all three games. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I of course, it was one nothing at the half um, last night, and as you all know, Twitter was on fire, <laughs> and they were burning everything. That team was just getting burned to the ground. Everyone's Berhalter's getting shipped out. Jesse's getting brought in. Players getting thrown out. Mm-hmm. It was pure chaos, uh, and then a completely different second half. But oh, yeah. we need we need to know what team we're going to watch for the rest of the qualifying because I I don't have a fucking clue. I think what we what we are seeing, as we talked about before these games happened, a strong team on defense. Mm-hmm. That we have, good goaltending. Uh, they're not giving up a lot of goals. That's going to win more than you're going to lose playing that way. Uh, so I think defensively, looking good. Uh, uh, I, maybe you can break down more of the gripes when they, people talk about Tyler Adams and the position he was playing. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people thought that he should have been more of an, a, a center center back playing a center back center mid and not he was uh, uh right back last right. night just left yeah last night for much of the game he was right back yeah so i know that was a thing a lot of people talked about um it's just hard it's it's i we just don't have a, a real good idea of what this team is after three games i do not know what we have right now yeah it, it's it's tough. I mean, I, I certainly would say I think the four one win erased some of, of the bad taste uh, left by the first two games. I mean, look, it, the first game El Salvador wasn't pretty, but draw on the road, win at home. That's how you win Concacaf. Uh, that's how you get into the World Cup. Um, so I wasn't as up in arms about the El Salvador thing. Uh, the Canada draw, now that is something that can't happen. I mean, yes, Canada is an improved team, but you, you got to be able to put away Canada at home. You just you just have to be. I mean, even without Weston McKinney and uh, Gio Reyna at that point. Um, the, you know, yesterday was, 
it, what's funny is that right before these two games, you probably looked at this game in Honduras and said that's the most difficult game on on paper that we're going to face in these opening three games, and that's when we went went and won. And one thing we did not do in the World Cup last World Cup qualifying cycle uh, cycle, we did not win a single game on the road. So this is already uh, that that's a positive. I think I believe I said in the last show five points out of these three games would be fine. Grant, I was thinking two draws um, with a win in the middle. Uh, I do think I do think the game last night uh, erases some of the bitterness. I do think there is something to be said that we're an extremely young team that has no World Cup qualifying experience uh, being thrown into CONCACAF for the first time and finally really kind of getting an understanding of what it really is, what it really takes. Um, fouls aren't called. I mean, you know, they, these, <laughs> yeah. refs, these refs just let you hack each other down. And I think one thing that was missing from those first two games, and it might be a big answer to the question we have here, Ricardo Pepe was, did not play a single minute in those first two games. And last night, he was involved in, I believe, all, all three, I think three of the goals, or maybe four. I think he was somewhere at least around all four. Um, you know, he, he was a huge difference maker, the man of the match. Um, you know, I, I, and now, like, I don't want to say, like, you know, this doesn't mean in a month when we do this all over again uh, that we're going to give Burhalter deserves any passes. I mean, in a month, they have two home games, one road game. Seven points. That's got to be the minimum expectation. I mean, there's, there's no no question about that. So, I mean, you know, and yesterday's win does not mean that Berhalter gets a pass for what happened against Canada. You know, he, he still needs to be held to the fact that. He doesn't excuse the fact that he started a terrible lineup uh, for the first, first half. Because when you come right down to it, for these programs, we saw five bad to meh halves and one great half of play yes. by the team. Yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely, so, but you know, I, I, you know, some. I guess if you want to focus on some of the negatives, I mean, John Brooks looked terrible. I mean, he's supposed to be our best center back. He looked awful. Um, but I mean, I think some players stepped up. Brendan Aronson. I, I don't think he, you know, he stepped in for Giorena. Did a fantastic job. Acquitted himself very well. Um, you know, and uh, uh, Anthony Robinson was actually someone I kind of always figured was going to be a backup. I mean, he looked phenomenal these past couple of games. I mean, you know, at the left back position. Um, and then, of course, Ricardo Pepe. I mean, it's a small sample size. It's one game. You know, uh, it could fade. <laughs> but I think in CONCACAF, right, you know, welcome qualifying, you got to ride the hot hands. And that's him right now. You know, Josh Sargent and Jordan Peefock just aren't, you know, Aren't right now hot? Aren't the hot hand? That's for sure. I mean, hope, hopefully they get un, un, uh, unglued there over in uh, Europe, but it's not happening right now. Um, so overall, I'm I'm up. I'm still apprehensive uh, because obviously when you miss a World Cup, you're going to be apprehensive. Uh, but I'm up more optimistic after when the unexpected win in Honduras, uh, especially a very emphatic uh, win away in Honduras. So those are my general thoughts on the game. Uh, Twitter was quite quite a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. what, what a ride that was! Let me tell you, what a ride. <laughs> sure. And oh, actually, I do actually want to kind of like rip one of my favorite players on this team, and we're not the only podcast that's doing it, but I'm sure. But Weston McKinney, come on, man, you're expected to be a leader on this team, and like, and this is not about whether the rules should be there or shouldn't be there. It doesn't matter if you're someone who thinks we should be masked up in lockdown forever 
or someone who thinks we should be able to go to unvaccinated uh, COVID orgies if we want to. The rules are there in place. You do not break them, okay? You stay in the bubble because the fact of the matter is, even if you're not afraid of COVID, if you bring COVID back into the bubble and infect your team, your team can't play, Yeah. okay? It, it, the rules are in place for a reason. You got to obey them. You, gotta, you can go a couple hours without ha- trying to sneak out to uh, get laid, which is what it sounds like is what he did and, and brought uh, you know, some Nashville strange back to his place. I mean, come on. I mean, that was extremely disappointing to see out of McKinney, who up until this point, at least in the national team side, has been uh, stellar. Uh, I mean, he did apparently also have COVID issues over or in terms of breaking protocols over in Italy with Juventus as well. But I hope this is I mean, it is alarming. That's the second time. But I do hope that this is an learning experience for him, that he got sent home. And despite the fact that we probably could have used McKinney. You can't fault Berhalter for suspending him and dismissing him from the team. No, I, yeah, I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about it for the U.S. national team. Uh, Unless you have anything else you want to say? No. Next game is set in next month. Yes. It's in October. Yes. I don't have the exact dates at hand. I can pull a J and pause the show to look. (laughs) (laughs) Just type loudly. Yeah, exactly. Well, now I'm. I'm using a cell phone, yeah, because that's how I roll. <laughs> so, okay, yes, the next game's uh, slate of games starts on Thursday, October 7th, in which the USA will host Jamaica. And it'll be on the normal channel, ESPN2. We don't have to worry about Paramount Plus bullshit. Yeah, that was, I mean, we could talk about that for half a second. What a, it's, USA should never be streaming. Yeah. I ever. Mean, ever. No. In World Cup qualifying. And I, you know, I'm not too mad because I got like a special deal where I got Paramount Plus for 99 cents for the next two months. I don't know if it's because I got it through Amazon or what. I could not for the life of me find that game. I like went, I scrolled, I went to the CONCACAF World Qualifier, you know, little square. Could not find that game in English. I had to watch it in Spanish. So I'm pretty much expecting that to be the case the rest of qualifying for away games. So stupid. So dumb. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, one bit of Red Bull news before we do our little preview is that Amro Tarek has been transferred to a team in Egypt and a free transfer, although there is a 20% sell-on clause. Uh, so, yes, uh, not to say Amro Tarek was, you know, phenomenal, but, I mean, I, I don't see what more of a wave the light flag on the season uh, then that move, that's for sure, to me. Free transfer. Mm-hmm. So we got nothing. Nothing, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> nice knowing you. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, who seriously believes anybody from Red Bull saying that we're actually trying for championships anymore? I mean, it's just hilarious. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing that some people wonder... We don't know, obviously, why this move was made, but some people were like, hey, maybe there's there's something in his family. Maybe he needs to go back to Egypt for something. Because free transfers, like, why would you do that unless there was a specific reason why? Um, yeah. But I, I just, I don't know, to get to, to get nothing. I just... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know they were... Man. I know they were, sh- I don't know if they were shopping him or trying to get him to Egypt earlier in the season, but then obviously all our center backs went down, so they held on to him a little longer. So it seems like this was something that was in the works for a while, but 
still uh, rather annoying. But all right, we got two games coming up for our next show. Uh, first one is this Saturday, September 11th at 7 p.m. at Red Bull Arena. You can watch it on MSG as well. Uh, it is against DC United. And so our lackluster Red Bulls will face the in seventh place, but still most of the lackluster DC United. What do you think will happen this uh, Saturday against the scum? It's going to be a very uh, emotional night in the metro area, for sure. Because as everyone knows, it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Uh, you have the Mets hosting the Yankees that night, and you have the New York Red Bulls playing DC United. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be a lot of emotion at, at both stadiums. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that carries on the field, we don't fucking know. And really, I, 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 I can't say yes. I wish I could. Um, I wish this was a, a packed house, but I don't think it will be. I would love to see that building packed because of the emotion going into that night. And it's a DC team and a New York team, but it's our Red Bulls. And I, God, I hate it. I hate, I hate being so negative, but what's there to get positive about? Um, let's just split the difference and I'm just going to go throw down the one, one draw and, uh, hope everyone leaves. I don't know, with a bit of a smile on their face. I mean, I will say this much. Is uh, anyone is anyone of the Rebels old enough to actually get emotional about now? <laughs> you know, uh, sorry to make that 11 joke there. I don't, and nothing obviously joking about the day. It was a terrible day. Um, but it's, uh, I, I, yeah, it will be interesting. I mean, it, it, you know, I, I'm going to be shocked. We'll see some uh, displays maybe from each supporters group for that matter. Um, uh, it would certainly be something, but in terms of the game itself, uh, I, I just, yeah, I don't have hope here for the Red Bulls. Uh, I'm going to go with a one, nothing loss. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I, I don't see a team doing anything. It's very unfortunate, but, uh, Hey, this is where we're at now with this team. They, they can't score. They can kind of defend Well, they just shipped off the defender. So who knows? Might be worse. Um, and it's just going to be yet more disappointment, uh, for the fans. Uh, Jay did tweet, uh, message us. He has, I believe. It's a 2-1 loss. He's 2-1 loss. There you go. So he's a 2-1 loss. So the next game is against Columbus Crew, and that will be away. That will be Wednesday night at 7 p.m., I believe. 7.30 p.m. Uh, it will be on MSG as, or the MSG Networks is what the app is saying. Uh, oh, wait, it's Tuesday night. Oh, sorry. Sorry for everyone who I said Wednesday. My bad. Uh, Tuesday night. Oh, wait. That's Columbus, 7.30 p.m. on the MSU Networks. Um, what do you think will happen away in Columbus? Well, I don't like playing three days later. Hmm. That's bad. I don't yeah. like that they're playing away in Columbus at the new stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Columbus isn't even that great, but we suck. Mm-hmm. So I will say 3 nothing loss. I'm going to be different. Uh, I already know what Jay put, so I'm going to be a little bit different and just say a 3 nothing loss. I have no faith that they will do anything. They'll probably run the same exact team off, even though they'll play Saturday night. Screw it. Uh, Daniel Royer will still watch all these games from the bench for some reason. <laughs> uh, I just – I we got to be negative Nancy's. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, despite the fact that Columbus has been tanking lately, especially with the loss of Giassi's artists, I'm going to go with a one nothing loss. Uh, I just don't see them doing anything away. 
Jay has a 2 nothing loss for that match. You know, he also said, general remark, uh, we can't score and, we're, and our defense is shaky. So there you go. That's Jay's general analysis right there. All right. Well, so that brings us to the dumping ground. You got anything? Yeah, football starts tonight, man. Yeah, it does. Football. We finally can get excited about teams that will probably <laughs> let us down anyway. But it's the opening weekend. I'm excited. Uh, I hate the fact that I'm working pretty much all day Sunday. I don't know how I'm going to watch the Jets or the Giants play, but I'm going to freaking try as hard as possible to watch these games. Uh what do you? How do you feel the Giants? Since you are a Giants fan, I am a Giants fan. I like the Jets, but Pat, uh, Jay's not here, so we're not going to talk about the Jets right now. <laughs> how do you honestly feel about the Giants this year? Ah, uh, I mean, what you saw last. I mean, it's tough because it's kind of like I believe in Joe Judge. I do. I mean, I feel like he made something out of nothing last year. But I feel like they might be even more nothing this year, despite Kenny Galladay, despite what I think was a stupid draft pick in, in Tony. Um, despite this, I mean, the, the offensive line is non-existent. When you're, when you're signing guys off the scrap heap at the end of cuts, that is a really bad sign. Yeah, that's no good. And, you know, and who the hell knows what Saquon Barkley is going to be? I mean, we have no idea. Uh, I mean, Adrian Peterson... This is the exception, not the rule, for coming back from that type of injury. Yeah. So it, it's just, uh, uh, you know, I'm someone who's on the side of uh, Dave Gettleman should have been fired a long time ago. Um, I think this is going to be the season that's going to maybe put the nail in his coffin. Who the hell knows? I mean, John Mara doesn't like to do anything. Um, uh, but it sucks because I think Joe Judge is a promising coach. So if, if this, this season's a failure, I mean, Joe Judge could be gone too. Um, it ultimately comes down to Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones takes that next step, I think it'll be a far better season. But right now, there's very little to say that will happen. Um, so I think it could be an ugly year. Uh, fingers crossed. This is like other ugly years or predicted ugly years that turns into playoff runs. So I don't know. But I, I just hope it's not one of those playoff runs like the NFC East is so bad. So they sneak <laughs> right. in. <laughs> they sneak in going seven and nine. Dave Gettleman gets to keep his job, and next year in the first round drafts another running back or something. So, yeah, I'm not very hopeful for the uh, you know, uh, the Giants season. I just like to point out that you said seven and nine, when in fact they can be seven and ten, my friend, because ah, there's an extra game this year. Yes. Touché. So the real question is, do they win or lose that extra game? I think it all comes down to like you said the offensive line can they protect the quarterback and create holes for the running back that's all that matters because daniel jones will desperately need pass protection he's good on his feet which we know mm -hmm. he's still a young guy he's not a veteran quarterback where that if there's a ton of pressure these he's gonna he's the tom brady can quickly get that pass out and find the guy if they can protect this man for 17 games I could see them winning eight games, nine games. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I don't think they have a great uh, – they, they still have a pass rush for some fucking reason. I don't know why they don't invest in pass rush. I just – I don't understand. Mm -hmm. uh, can they be better than last year? I think they can. I think if they can protect Daniel Jones, that's all you have to do. Just protect the poor kid. Don't get him killed. Uh, I think he is smart enough. I think he's talented enough. Um 
to win games for them. I really do. I, I have faith in Daniel Jones. It's do we have faith in the offensive line? Uh, I, God, I don't know. What they win five five games last year? Six games? Six, six, uh, six and ten. I think they're I think they're good enough to win at least one more. Mm-hmm. Good enough to win at least one more. I'll give them that. Seven and ten. There we go. There's the prediction. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, well, there's our quick little dumping ground on the New York Giants. Um, and I guess that brings us to the betting corner, uh, which, let's see here, I'll pull up the old schedule Rooney and uh, see who I'll be betting for. All right. So, I would say this week I'm going to take the Sporting Kansas City over Chicago Fire. I am going to go with there's a lot of shitty games this week. Uh, <laughs> I'll go Seattle over Minnesota. And I'll go with the Rapids over LA Galaxy. That is my three-team parlay for the week. That brings us to Truman's terrible team of the week. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do something wacky and pick a wacky score from wacky teams because there's no real MLS to speak of. Uh, how about Albania? There you go. The powerhouse San Marino five nothing. I mean, that is a shocker. I know you were shocked when you saw that result. I was shocked. I mean, Jay, like, he wouldn't even call us. Like, he he just couldn't believe that result. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I mean, players like Ray Minaj scoring, Kazim Lassie, right? Mm, Yeah, Future megastar, Alcide Haizaj, another great player we talk about on the show a lot. Big, big shocker, Albania. I see lots of good things about them. Sorry, San Marino. What happened? It's all it's all down here for me. And sack the coach. Uh-huh. I mean, the just... coach will probably just have to go back work in the convenience store if he works at, you know, because I'm sure they all have regular jobs yeah. in San I, Marino. Yeah, I, I was drowning my sorrows in my local San Marino uh, pub, you know, at that, that, that as a result. In Albania, all I can know is I'm sure Red Bull will be fishing them for talent anytime soon. Yeah. Oh, that is you. That is an honest guarantee. That hundred percent, they'll be diving into San Marino talent, pulling from that pool. Uh, All right. Well, that about wraps it up. You can follow us on uh, Twitter. You can follow uh, Truman at the Truman J at Dr. Stooge. You can subscribe to us on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and all those good places. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook as well. And if you want to give us that money, you can go to Patreon. Uh, email us, rebelrant uh, at gmail.com. Uh, you can call us. I don't have the number, but it's on our Twitter, which is where you can also tweet us. And in normal circumstances, when there's a Rebel game, we will ask for your thoughts and read them here on the show. So, last words before we get out of here. Uh, one, Rutgers is back, baby. Nothing Arr. better than slapping Temple around. Oh, so good thrashing a Philly team. I love it. Uh, football's back. The Mets suck. The Yankees are collapsing. I can't wait for this week. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, the Red Bulls, you probably let me down, but fuck it. Just for the thrill of it, let's just fucking win. Who cares? Yeah, come on and uh, yeah, do what's not expected of you. Shock the world. Yeah. All right. Well, for Jay Truman and myself, this has been episode 376 of the Rebel Rant. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And go Rebels. Later, Gators. Lights. Lights.